Hello, darkness, my old friend. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. To talk with you again. Cleveland! Because a vision softly. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Mansley Podcast, where we talk all things Cleveland sports. And Ben, some follow us on Twitter at Mansley Pod. I'm Gabe Kovas, joined alongside by my fellow fan in misery, Ray Marsh. What's up, Ray? Hey, Gabe. Um, how you doing today? I, you know, for me personally, I can say that I have been doing better, um, better than than I have before. Uh, you know, I'm doing a lot better than I was on Sunday <laughs> after that performance that the Browns put on. Um, that was kind of abysmal. What a what a kind of an embarrassing and, and waste of time that Sunday was watching that football team. Yeah. Um, so the story behind uh, our technical difficulties on Sunday night, um, we had we recorded a very emotional episode. Um, I had to pull myself together after being passed out in the bathroom, and you know what? Recorded an hour long episode saying. Like what went wrong, letting all our anger out. And of course, of course, after that, my startup disk was full. So it didn't save onto my computer and we lost the recording. And I was like, okay, that's, that's how this day's going for sure. Um, but in a weird way, it could be a blessing in disguise because, you know, we had a couple of days to process this, uh, this loss and you know come at it more from a intelligent manner instead of an emotional one so uh let's get right to it uh what the hell was that what what was that <laughs> what was that yeah. I, it uh it was a tough it was a tough outing for our friends in the brown uniform there uh it seems like baker and obj aren't on the same page um reports coming out now that they're looking potentially shopping um obj uh i don't i don't buy into any of that validity would not surprise me if they do trade him but man yeah baker and obj just they have no chemistry Mm -hmm. um it seems like they're forcing the ball to him at all times versus letting it come come and come into play um you know what do you (laughs) what do you think on the baker and obj stuff okay so um it's it's just obvious It, it just hasn't been working uh for you know, a whole season and and a game now. And I think it's just Baker's style of play at a quarterback is it just is not suited to have like a star receiver because he's he's trying to he doesn't really look at who like what sig like what who as a person is open. He's just looking for a receiver that's open. That's how he gets his reads off because he's a quick draw quarterback. And if you have like a diva wide receiver like like OBJ, you know, he's gonna wanna get the ball fed to him and whatnot. And if I, I mean, I'd be frustrated as OBJ too, but you got to catch the damn ball too. When on a third and two, an easy play to, you know, that kind of really killed the whole energy of the whole game. And, and uh, I'll, I'll briefly get on to the Odell, like Beckham, like shopping for, um, I don't blame the Browns, but if you think about it, I mean, like, shopping around OBJ, isn't any, like, player at any given time being shopped? Like, if you think yeah. about it, like, if, if you're, shop. like, yep. if, if, if you're, like, you know, I think they were saying, Mike Francesa reported it, 
And it's like, it was a very high price. Everyone has a high price, like, for, I mean, obviously, like, you're not going to get rid of, like, like Pat Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, for these people that have, you know, extended contracts making so much money. It's just that everyone has a price. And best believe if someone gives us a good offer for OBJ, we're going to take that offer. So I don't really like, I'm not really looking into it like, oh man, like Odell's like done over here in Cleveland. Like, nah, I think it's more of just like everyone has a price. And I mean, I bet you like, uh, like Jarvis, he could be shops. Like anyone but can be they shops. Weren't saying, they weren't saying that last week though, Gabe. There were not reports last week that we're looking to shop OBJ. Those reports yeah. are out there for a reason, whether it's OBJ's getting them out, someone in his camp or the Browns somebody in the Browns camp trying to get that out to, you know, try to – someone's getting it out for some reason, um, whether he wants to be here or not. It's just the, the fact of the matter is that there hasn't been chemistry between them, and I don't know why he could put on Instagram catching, you know, these crazy passes and crazy balls and everything, but he drops a wide open third and three, and his biggest thing is he wants to win. All he cares about is winning. All he cares about is winning. Win, win, win. Well, catch the ball! <laughs> like right? that's how you win <laughs> and also i mean i know we're like r- right off the gate getting at obj but also baker's at fault like he hasn't played at a high level since his rookie year like all of last year he struggled and we're like you know what it's freddie kitchen freddie kitchen freddie kitchens and i get i get it's only one game in but it was just like more of the same and alex van Pell talking about his footwork his footwork oh, his footwork needs to be like like Moser, not Metallica. He looks scared out there. Oh, my pizza went off. Sorry about that. Hold up. And this, uh, quick, and this quick break is brought to you by DiGiorno's. It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno's. Um, but, yeah, with, with, uh, with Baker's feet, he just – he didn't seem confident in anyone at any point of the time in, in, during that game. It was constantly trying to – The only, I guess the only time he looked confident was when he threw it to Njoku twice, once a touchdown and then the other. You know, that was kind of the surprise of the game there. Uh, you just didn't see uh, – I didn't – I don't think anybody – if you were to put a bet on who was going to be the first touchdown of the game, uh, I would – You know, think to say – Yeah, not definitely not David Njoku. Um, it's, it just seems like he just doesn't have any, you know, it's, it's all forced with those, with those guys that are just trying to get him to the ball and, and it's, it's just not relaxed. And I know like, you know, going real quick back to OBJ and I know we're like, really like, I just got to get this crap off my chest really quick. Um, no pun intended, but, uh, like OBJ, his body language is so bad. Like I, he just doesn't look like he wants to be part of the Browns. And I kind of like always suspected he's kind of like been a little too eager to wear Brown on him. And also like, I don't think he's, he's also like, like I was saying earlier, he, he's a Devo receiver, but like in all reality, he's our number two because we got Jarvis. We got to feed first. He has the most uh, chemistry uh, with Baker just uh, before OBJ was there uh, when Baker and his rookie year and Jarvis were really going, you know, clicking as uh, just as like a unit. But mm-hmm. I don't know. This crap is just – I just had to get that off my chest. Hey, hey! so the good thing is we got a game um, Thursday night, which is tonight. Tonight? Is this when this is yeah, going to air? Tonight. tonight. 
Yeah, yeah so, so it's short week. So uh, we're bouncing back against Joe Burrow. I mean, you got to forget that drop pass by um, OBJ. Cyber. And, hey, you got, yeah, you got to forget the kicker because you got a new one. Oh, wait, you got to remember the kicker because he is now our friend. Fifth round draft pick, Austin Cyber, is now on the Cincinnati. However, um, I was listening to reports earlier that they're still going to have the regular Bengals kicker, uh, Randy something. I love that name, Randy. But uh, I think it's Randy Bullock. So, Yeah, he, he went down with an injury, right? Yeah, so I think they picked I up Cyber that. just in he case. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think they picked up Cyber just in case. You know, like, oh, the Bengals, like, oh, we, we got a kicker that missed one. He's injured. Let's get a, another kicker that's not making anything either. But wouldn't – I just don't want to speak it into existence, but the worst possible scenario ever in my head, I would, I'm going to have nightmares of it. If cyber kicks a game winning field goal against the Browns tonight. Nope. There's no way that would happen. He would, he would whiff at it. What is the more uh, kicker sounding name? Randy Bullock or Austin cyber? Randy Bullock. I just like the name Randy. It's just, he uh, he seems like he could slug some beers. I just think if I when I think of a Randy, I think of a, a guy with a mullet wearing like cut off jean shorts with a sleeveless flannel, just kicking yeah, the ball. The Metallica, no, the Meta- the sleeveless Metallica shirt. Oh no, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Austin Cyber, he's more of like a vineyard. Vine, uh, was it the vineyard vines? Vineyard vines? The with the whale on the shirt. Oh, wearing sure. berries. Yeah. He's a Ralph Lauren polo type. Yeah, guy, salmon type shorts. But so, I mean, so Gabe, what what are your keys to success looking forward to tonight's game with the Bengals? What do you, what what do our beloved Browns have to do to bounce back and get back to five hundred? Well, I think for sure we gotta establish that run game early. We need to get just like I mean, considering what we have two of you know, now I wouldn't say the best running backs. But we had the best running back duo, I believe, in the NFL. And if we just establish that run game early and that will open up the passing, like play action and whatnot, spread the defense out, and um, just be better on defense. Be better than the other team. Basically, like, I don't have, like, I really don't have – we were just so crap against the Ravens. Like, we just need to come out with a little bit more energy. Um, just just stop to uh, Joe Burrow, like, and, and their offense. Like, the defense needs to step it up. And I granted – Yes, we were playing against the Ravens. Yes, we all expected to lose. Yes, I went in fantasy last week, so big dub me. Um, and we, and also us, we predicted that we lose. But I expected to come out a little, you know, fire it on all cylinders. Just fire on all cylinders, establish the run game, open up the patching game, stop them on defense. Simple. And make that extra kick. Cody Parker. Yeah, that seems like uh, any success for any football game, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, so the keys to the game to win the game yeah. is win, win the, the game. game. Win the game. There we go. Yeah, I think the Browns definitely need to put pressure on Joe Burrow, being only that it's a second game here in the NFL. Uh, Miles Garrett needs to do more than just uh, clock in and, and say he's here for the game. He's not the, high, he's not the second highest paid uh, defensive lineman in the NFL to just recover a fumble. Um, he has to put pressure on Miles Garrett. We got to, you know, we got to send the whole – or not – Miles Garrett has to put pressure on Joe Burrow. Um, you know, we got to kind of confuse him. We got to send the whole put, you know, put everything. He's a rookie quarterback. You know, you can't. You, you got to go after him. You got to hurry him. Get him on the ground. 
you know, welcome him to the AFC North. Uh, I'd be disappointed if Miles didn't come out of this game with at least two sacks. And also, Joe and Burrow played pretty. Good. He played pretty good against the Chargers. Yeah, he did. That was and, a close game. They should, they should have won that game. And um, hopefully, you know, they're they're looking at the tape and seeing what they need to do. I mean, I know it's only one game, but looking at all his weaknesses and strengths just right from the get-go, figuring out a game plan, how to stop him. And also, you know, we're a little – I mean, I know we got Denzel Ward, but Greedy's still going to be out. And, uh, I mean, our secondary – was hey, it's no excuses. You're going up against a rookie quarterback mm-hmm. with uh, with um, kind of a bang, semi banged up AJ Green. He's coming off yeah, the injury. Exactly. Brown should have no trouble winning this game here. They should. They should really Let's hope. Put it, Let's hope. Put the bank One one last thing I will say about uh, the game on Sunday. Um, I just want to win an opener. <laughs> like we're one twenty and one. One twenty and one, one twenty and one, one twenty since nineteen ninety nine, and uh, I don't want to get back to. I'm I'm putting myself in a depressed mood just thinking about it, but let's get pumped up. You know, game tonight, Thursday night, First Energy Stadium. There will be fans in the stands. Six thousand. Right? Yep. Let's and go. Like, That's about as many as the Grand Valley Mustang High School football game. So. Browns better be ready for that home field advantage that we're getting here. Exactly. Like we're gonna we're gonna get this dub. We're gonna get this dub. I'm speaking into existence. We're gonna get the dub. Let's do it. Let's go. So uh let's get to our uh big dub, big L, our big winner of the week, big loser of the week. Uh you wanna go, Ray? Did you big dub? Yeah, sure. My big dub is our friend, um, uh, Cleveland native, Machine Gun Kelly. Um, if you don't remember, last year during the All-Star Game, um, there was a celebrity soft, slow-pitch softball tournament. MGK steps up to the bat. Bam! He hits an inside-the-park home run, uh, scores three runs, um, and, uh, man, just clean it almost tied it up for Cleveland against the world there and you know the crowd went wild you know everyone was loving MGK this was last year and then uh you know MGK saw the tweet quote tweeted it and said I was on LSD so big dub for Machine Gun Kelly to you know be playing through through whatever uh performance enhancing drugs he was on to put on that kind of show so I mean, dub for him. Where were you when uh, when MGK hit that uh, inside the park home run off LSD? Let's go. So yeah, that's my big dub. Gabe, who do you got? All right, big dub. Our guest from a couple weeks ago, Sir Yacht, with the big dub. Big Let's Ten go. is coming back. Big Ten is coming back. Um, it hasn't been official. Who spoke it into existence, Gabe? Big. Wait, not Big Yacht. I said Big Yacht because I was thinking Big Town, but Sir Yacht. He got the Big Yacht. But he got that Big Yacht. Like, everyone was ripping on him for, what, two months now or like a month and a half now, and now he can have that last laugh. Like, he was one to speak it into existence. He's going to get Big Cat on his show, so maybe we could get Big Cat on the show. 
We but, probably, uh, probably will. Yeah, probably will. Like, probably we're, we're by association, shout out, shout out, sir. Yeah, you proved all the haters wrong. I'll DM you in this, uh, after this and be like, come back on the show, talk uh, Pac-12 when they're going to come back. <laughs> no, like, let's get the Maction. I want to see Kent State versus yeah. Toledo heat next check. Tuesday Maction and Pac-12. Bring them back, sir. Yeah, heat check. All right, what's Let's your big L? Big L. Um, so my big loser of the week, uh, that goes to um, our friends, the Houston Texans, for trading away DeAndre Hopkins because he went off last week. He had 14 catches, 151 yards in his uh, Cardinals debut. Uh, and that 14 catches was a career high. So the DeAndre Hopkins and uh, Kyler Murray era is looking like it's going to be great. Um, I don't know why they w- the Texans would trade away a weapon like that for Sean Watson. Um, so definitely big L for the Houston Texans. I don't know. What, I still don't know what Bill O'Brien was thinking with that trade. Yeah, there. he wasn't thinking. <laughs> he wasn't thinking. That's what it was. I think. I think they just had some beef, and he was Bill O'Brien was a little petty. That that's what I think. To be honest. Yep. No, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My big L uh, is offset. Offset. Um, Cardi B files uh, divorce. Uh, files to, according to TMZ, let me read the tweet because I knew I'll butcher that. Ca- Cardi B files to divorce offset um, following rumors of his infidelity after three years of marriage. And uh looks like uh, she filed it today and their hearing is set for november 4th so i'm gonna put that on the calendar so wednesday there's no football going on so what are you doing that day ray you want to see if we can watch the the hearing uh you know i got a raindrop a drop top um you know <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> i just know it's like the so, i mean so, bad yeah, and bougie so, yeah, very bad and bougie. Um, like it's fight night, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so big L for um, one of our Migos there. I forget, who is it? Who is it? I forget. Migo! Um, offset. <laughs> offset. Offset. They all blend okay. into like hot the same. Take, hot take. Um, take off is the best member of uh, the Migos. Hot, hot take. take off. I mean. No, I'm kidding. It's Quavo. <laughs> I think we all know it's Quavo. Them shades, and he was the quarterback. No, you know what I'm saying? I mean, Offset, like, I'll say this about Offset. Um, his uh, Without Warning album with uh, 21 Savage. Oh, 21 Without Savage, Warning. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a 6.5 out of 10. I'll say that as much. There was uh, no yep. warning on it. Yep. No, no so, warning. Like, it was... But uh, yeah, I have November fourth on the calendar. Can't wait. So uh, let's get is that to... election day. Hold on, is that election day? November fourth. Let's look that up real quick. Yeah. Hold on, I got the intern on it. November fourth. That is the day after election day. So so hell yeah. So we're free. <laughs> we can. So way to way to keep the headlines on you guys. Way That's to go. <laughs> way to just take the presidential election off. Okay, what's Cardi B and now? What's that doing? So, you know, what's funny. more important in our lives? So, um, all right, let's get to our power rankings of the week. Uh, our power rankings uh, is going to be our top five tailgate foods. We had a yes, little sir. little tailgate party, had amazing food, 
And while eating that, and I threw it up, but while eating that, I was like, damn, tailgate food is back, baby. And I love tailgate food. So what is your top five, Ray? Want to go yeah, that way, had, five through one? Yeah, yeah. I'll break down my top five in a fundamental standpoint here. Um, so with tailgate food, it's not about – you're not eating to get full. You're not eating a meal. Um, and that's kind of where I'm coming at on it. You know, it's just Agreed. it's just random good food that, you know, you eat and then you, you drink. You drink. You know, you drink water. So you eat mm-hmm. and then you drink your H2O. So breaking it down, number five – um, I absolutely love pumpernickel bread with that spinach dip. Um, I feel like, you know, when you're at a tailgate, you're at a friend's house, you're at a Friday night, you know, warm up for the game. Everyone always has pumpernickel bread and spinach dip. Uh, it's just a great combo. Tremendous. Uh, so that's my number five. Um, number, number four, um, man, our friend Buffalo chicken dip. Um, I still don't know why they haven't created that animal yet. Um, I would become a farmer and farm buffalo chicken um, just for the dip. Um, Yeah, you just can't beat buffalo chicken dip. Everyone says they have good buffalo chicken dip. Um, Everyone has their flavor and stuff. But, yeah, that's round out number four. Hot take. Hot take about buffalo chicken dip. Um, I I think it's an acquired taste because, I mean, granted, I love buffalo chicken dip now. But growing up, I wasn't a fan. I had to just like kind of like it's just like fine wine and drinking beer. It's acquired taste. You gotta just get used to it. I that's what I've experienced. But yeah, buffalo yeah. chicken dip's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine, just imagine a buffalo like a uh, like a how a like buffalo a minotaur, chicken. a buffalo chicken with uh, like a lip full of Copenhagen. Yes, yes, a buffalo chicken. I would farm that. You know, I yes. would buy. I would buy seventy-five acres in Colebrook, Ohio. I'd retire, and that's what I would do. Hell yeah! Uh, moving, moving on. Number three, uh, I gotta go with the brats. Um, brats mm. are definitely way better than their cousins, um, the hot dog. Uh, brats are the superior um, thing to eat on a bun. You and you, you wouldn't even eat it on a bun. You put it on a little, a little sub. Um, you put some uh, onions on it, some peppers, you saute those, and then you put some ballpark, Bertman's ballpark mustard on it, and uh, you're good to go, baby. Sounds good as yeah. well. Yeah, I get hungry thinking about it. Um, moving on to number two, um, and like I said, tailgating, it's a, you're not there to get full. You're there to just... You're there to just eat and go and, and in between your little drinks. So my number two is my sliders. Um, you know, just the mini hamburgers. Those sliders are perfect because you could just pound one in between while your buddy's throwing the cornhole bags or your buddy's on the pong table. You know, it's it's not really messy. You just pop that thing and go. Um, and then you can just grab a second one and the next time you got a break. Um, and you can have everything, you know, any, any type of condiments on it that you want. Uh, sliders are really good. That's and that, that leaves I, me. I mean, it depends. Sometimes there's sliders that um, is they, they there are some that hit different, and then there's some that are just like soggy and just like a. It depends on what the slider for sure. Yeah, you can't have some idiot making them. Yeah, right. Exactly. You can't. It's, you can't put um um your best friend who's stupid. Right? <laughs> He's yeah. not responsible. You know what I'm saying? So you can't have the idiot bringing them when when the one friend should only be bringing the beer. 
Um, exactly. You need a and you know and you know who you are. You know who you are. If you shouldn't be cooking, if you should just be bringing stuff, you know who you are. Like, <laughs> try to be, uh, um, you know, trying to impress anyone. Um, exactly. Yeah, we don't we don't need anyone to be pretentious here. <laughs> Moving on to my number one, I think Gabe. Tell me if I'm wrong. I think this is kind of a sleeper pick, mm. uh, but it might be on your list. I don't know. Number one. I'm going to have to go with chili. Chili is the best mm. tailgate food because football season, that is in the freaking all of fall, moves into winter. I mean, it's only the first couple weeks where it's hot. You know, chili is perfect with that temperature drop, and you get a little bowl. You don't, you don't get a big bowl at the tailgate. You get a nice little bowl, throw some cheese and some crackers, and then hot take, you eat it with a fork. You don't eat it with a spoon, baby. Chili is mm-hmm. made for – with chili is made to be eaten with a fork. If you're eating it with, with you spoon, until that. <laughs> if you're eating it with a spoon, it's too soupy, people. It's not chili. Hot take. Book it. Take it to the bank. I mean, I was with you. I mean, sleeper pick for sure. Um, cheese, crackers. You need the crackers. You need that crunch. But yep. I'm a spoon chili guy. I, I need that little soupiness to fill, like fill in the cracks. Um, to warm me up. Hey, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of soup, Gabe, but I'm telling you, if you need to eat it with the spoon, if that spoon's necessary, if that's vital to eating that chili, it's too watered down and you're or, not eating chili. Or we could do a fapoon. Yeah, I don't know what that is there. A spork. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. A fapoon. Yeah. All right. Um, that was a good list. Good list. Dan, that chili was a sleeper. I didn't even think about it. Um, my number five, loaded potatoes or like loaded tater tots. So you get, you get that tater tots, you make it nice and crispy, put some bacon bits in it, sour are, cream. Are you, talking, are you talking like a twice-baked potato like that or? No. So like a twice-baked potato, I had that at Hillmac on Friday. But a twice-baked potato is kind of like, like more of a creme brulee. That's kind of more yeah. gourmet. Um, mm-hmm. Tater tots, throw them in the oven, uh, bring them to the tailgate with that crispy tater tots, a little bit of bacon action, some parsley, throw some sour cream on there. Shout out, oh, Kylie. She, she, she made it, oh, okay. and uh, it was chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. She's in the room right now. So. Oh. Yeah, those, <laughs> Gabe, I, Gabe, I'm not even going to lie. Those were some of the best loaded tater tots I have had this Rigs, year. Rigs, Kylie. Um, <laughs> tell her they were the best ta- loaded tater tots I've had this year. Um, I will, I'll relay the message. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on. Moving on. Number moving four. On. Number four. Um, can't go wrong with glizzies. You know, uh, the the less superior version of the brats. Glizzy, I mean, Gabe, I'll give you that though. Great, great tailgate food. I mean, personally, you could get for like me, forty of them. You could get forty of them for a dollar. Exactly. So <laughs> think think of the price standpoint. You throw them on the grill, get those grill marks. Exactly. Personally, yep. I like my glizzies burnt, a little bit of burnt, a little bit of you know charred that. action, and uh, ketchup, mustard, onion, jalapenos. Yes, sir. And then if stadium mustard's available, of course, throw that stadium mustard on. And it's a little bit more uh, kind of not as filling as a brat because brats kind of stuff me a little. Whoa, pause. But <laughs> they, <laughs> um, they, yeah, they fill my stomach up a little bit too much. So the glizzy's a nice little 
I like glizzies in me better than brats. Hot take. Hot take, yeah. Moving on 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 that one. Um, Number three. Number three. Pepperoni pizza. Ooh. Yeah. Let's go. Nice. Let's go. LFG looking for God. So pepperoni pizza. I mean, don't get me wrong. If cheese is available, I won't, uh, you know, I won't hate on it. But I need that pepperoni. I, I like a little bit more protein. I like that meat because um, I'm, I'm a manly man. So I need that pepperoni pizza. If it's in a uh, sheet pizza, go for that corner slice. If it's just corner a regular slice. corner slice gang. And if it's just a, you know, a regular round. You a corner? Pizza. Yeah. Not to sidetrack off the pizza talk. Are you a corner or a center brownie type person? On brownies, I'm a center. Ooh, I'm corner all day, dude. See, whether we're talking pizza, I mean, brownies. I don't discriminate against the, the corner. Beats. I love the corner. <laughs> you could find some of the greatest things on the corner. No, like like make mill off the corner. So, <laughs> I, I so I like um, I'm I'm more of a fan of the brownies in the middle, the center pieces than the corners. Corners are a little too. I don't like my brownie with a crunch. I, I mean, I want mine like soft and it's more gooey in the center. So uh, from personal experience, however, pizza corner gang all day. I will be at a party and I will take all the corners so no one can have them. Like right from the get-go. Like big dub. <laughs> you guys slept. You lock it down, Gabe. Exactly. I got to let them know that, who I am. That is, you have a strategy. You go into it. You implement it. And uh, you come out a winner every single time. So I respect that. Exactly. So moving on. on. Number two. Number two. Burgers. I know you're a slider man. I just, I've had too many bad sliders in my day. I need that just regular burger. Um, You know, also for price point on the grill, you know, you can get them for fairly uh, decent price. And hey, you can get the hamburgers for the same price. You just chop them up. Oh. Yeah, I mean, true. <laughs> true. <laughs> true but I've had too many bad sliders. To I just like the original burger, burger gang. Um, you know, can't so, it's a staple, Gabe. Are you a tomato on a burger? Are you tomato on a burger? If it's available, if someone has fresh cut up tomato, I will throw it on. I will not order it though. I will not. I know order some it people don't like tomato, but I mean, I like that tomato that that. That uh, lettuce, onion, ketchup, mustard, mayo, of course. You need that mayo, you know. We're in the Midwest. Um, oh, by the way, really really quick backtrack. P- pizza with ranch? Yes or no? Um, yeah, I'm going to say no. And I'm going to say if you do that, you can't vote. So that's where we're putting it with that. I'm going to agree to disagree on that one. But moving on. My number one, wings. You can't go wrong with good chicken wings ever. I'm more of a flat guy. Actually, you know what? Am I a drum guy or a flat? I don't know. I don't discriminate. Gabe, I'm a drum guy. You a drum guy? I'm a drum guy. For the sake of the argument, I will go flat, you know, just so we have some contrast, you know? And do you do uh, ranch on the wings? Like you dip a little ranch? Gabe, yeah. You know, I feel like putting ranch on the wings is – not something a uh, you know a six year old does. Um, you know, dipping pizza in ranch—that's something a six year old does. Um, dipping your 
uh, hamburger and pizza. That's something a six-year-old does. But uh, definitely not wings. You know, ranch, ranch is okay to just drizzle on. I mean, you don't really want to do a lot of it because nobody's getting plain wings. Mm-hmm. So you got like a dry rub or you got a honey barbecue, habanero. Um, Anything Asian. except for regular barbecue. We're bringing back that argument. Don't bring regular barbecue. Get some of the spice or just go mild. Like mild, everyone loves at the party. Like mild is cool. That's what I brought. I brought mild and hot garlic parm to uh, my party. And it was a crowd favorite, you know. Um, one had spice, one didn't. It was a little mild because it's called mild. And some ranch. Both good choices, Gabe. Do you, uh, do you uh, I know they always come with celery. Do you eat the celery? Like I kind of always. If it's provided, it. baby. If it's provided, I'm. I eating. always forget it. <laughs> I use up all the ranch on the wings that I forget to dip my <laughs> celery in it. That <laughs> always goes. I'm like, well, can't use these now. <laughs> yeah, good list though. Good wings list. Definitely, that wings are definitely a great, um, a staple uh, tailgate food. Um, they're perfect. You know, they're. You just throw a bunch on your plate. You just go to town. If you're a flats guy or a drum guy, you know you get whatever you want. And uh, yeah, definitely great, great. Uh, and also, great if you bring food. if you bring boneless wings to the party to the tailgate party, leave. Well, uh, I mean, I think physical violence will be involved in, into escorting you out of the ball game. Yep. Or the tailgate. I agree. So, um, do you mind if I do a really quick announcement, Ray? Yeah, go ahead. All right, so um, starting this upcoming week, couldn't do it this week, not only because my computer screwed up on Monday and we're dropping this on Thursday. So starting next Monday, uh, we're doing two episodes a week. We're going to do our Managing Mondays where we're going to go over um, all the Browns games, um, all the games around the NFL, just talk about that, do our usual setup. And then Fridays – Football Fridays, which will preview the upcoming game. Talk about other football Fridays. Fans League Podcast. Get ready for football Fridays. Football beer Fridays. <laughs> You're about to go into the Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, wings beer <laughs> sports. <laughs> but yes, football Fridays. And Man's League Mondays. So we'll review the games on Man's League Mondays, and then we'll start previewing games on Football Fridays. So, hell Yo. yeah. Thank, thank you for everyone for listening and, you know, staying uh, in tune with us while, you know, we kick off this upcoming football season. And now the football season is kicked off. We're going to get busier. We'll provide more content for you and more interviews. So that's a little teaser for you guys. Mm. So, uh, yep, that has to do with, with this uh, week's episode. Uh, let's hope the Browns get this W tonight. So, Ray, pump us up and send us out. Let's go. Here we go, Brownies. Here we go. <laughs> there we go. Let's go. Yeah. So, uh, let's go, Browns. Hopefully, we get this dub tonight. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, you're trying to get on the podcast. Let us know. Tweet us at Man's League Pod. Say hashtag get me on the pod. We'll get you on the pod. Uh, we'd love to have our listeners here. Um, 
Only requirement is you got to leave us five stars on the app, leave a review. That's it. We'll get you on the podcast right away. Um, not a big thing. Um, thank you, as always, for everybody tuning in. Um, hopefully, we got some good news on Sunday with the Browns getting the dub, maybe. Hopefully. As always, boys and girls, just remember, take it easy. Last night took an L, but tonight I bounce back. Wake up every morning, by the night I count stacks. Knew that it was real when I hit it, bounce back. You ain't getting shits. Last night took an L, but tonight I bounce back. Boy, I've been broke as hell, catch the check and bounce back. D Town LAX, every week I bounce back. If you a real one, then you know how to bounce back. Don't know nobody, oh nobody, always on the fucking job. I got no high.